Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's Paul Hamilton. That's what they called me in college. It's the bone. He has the facts to back up his opinions. People will ask me, well, how are the Sabres going to win tonight? I don't have a clue. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Ooh, that one sounds like an oldie but a goodie. I'm not even aware of that one's existence. There's probably a lot of Paul opens that are just shoved back in the the whatever that computer is, just way in the back. Paul, you on? That's yeah, gotta that be was, old, right? You've, that's, from, that, that's from the morning. They play that in the morning. Okay, that's from the morning show. So that's okay. Um, how you doing tonight, Paul? I'm well. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, we are half hour away from the expansion draft. Joe DiBiase, Corey Griswold here on WGR. Paul Hamilton joining me now on the West Her Hotline. Uh, Paul, we've been kind of going over Borgen being lost, at least reported, and we'll, it'll probably be made official in the next hour. Uh, I asked fans, you know, scale of 1 to 10, how upset are you that they lost Will Borgen? And, I don't know, what do you feel like is the right answer for that? Because even though... It might be bad asset management, and it's frustrating that the presence of Ristolainen on this team still is really what led to losing a good young asset. But at the same time, while it's not it's not the end of the world because this seems to me to be a player that, yes, gives you a lot of those physical assets you might end up losing in Ristolainen, but also did not possess the the skating and the offensive ability to ever project as like a number a top pair defenseman or anything. Yeah, and, Ristol- and it all depends on what they get for Ristolainen. And you're right. I mean, why isn't the deal already done and you wouldn't even have had to worry about any of this? Borgen would have been protected. You would have gotten the deal for Ristolainen. And then the next thing is, well, okay, if you can't get what you want for Ristolainen, what makes you think you all of a sudden are going to get what you want for Ristolainen? Um, and then the third thing would be, well, even if we get what's on the table for Ristolainen now, it's it would still be better than keep than keeping Borgen. Would still be a pretty good trade, but we think we can do better. So the reason we haven't made the trade yet is because we feel we can do better. So, um, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just it, it all depends on what they wind up getting for Ristolainen. What could they have gotten before the trade freeze? And in, in which case they could have protected Borgen. But if they walk out of this and don't get anything for him and he winds up on the team next year or they walk away with this and get a fourth-round pick or a third-round pick, right. then it's just horrible asset management. 
Right. What what would be in your eyes an acceptable return for Ristolainen? I know the reported ask out there is a prospect and a high draft pick. We don't necessarily have a number on what that high draft pick could be, but what in your mind is acceptable to get in return for Risto? Well, they're probably thinking a first round pick. Uh, I think that Adams overestimates what he can get for Ristolainen. I, I I don't blame him for asking high. You know, of course you ask high. You're not gonna. You know, start with your your lowest offer or what you might accept. You're going to ask high, so that's a good thing, and I understand what he's doing there. But um, I, I still, uh, you know, I I pretty much thought, you know, you'll be lucky if you get a third or fourth round pick for him, and it looks like maybe I'll be wrong on that because if that's all you can get for Ristolain is a third or fourth round pick, why in the world didn't you just do it, mm-hmm. or why in the world didn't you just let him go? Because Will Borgen is better than any third or fourth round pick you're going to make unless you get lucky. Right. I mean, if you're going to get a, a, a third or fourth round pick and he winds up being better than Will Borgen, you're lucky. You made a, you made a nice pick, and but normally that's not what you get out of the third or fourth round. Paul, if you could tell me, Borgen himself was a fourth round pick. If you could tell me that every fourth round pick you would take would get to the point Will Borgen's at where he's 24, had a bunch of years of development, but all right, look, this guy could actually play in the league you'd sign up for that because the probabilities of fourth and fifth round picks making the league are so slim that like Borgen already is kind of a uh, an above average return for what that what that draft round is. Yeah, I think he projects out to what you might expect out of a second round pick right now. Right. Um, you know, a solid third pair defenseman and maybe even a second pair defenseman depending on how he might improve as he gets to play more. You know, so I, you know, I think that's where he might fit in, and it's unfortunate too because the Sabers have butchered assets in the past at times, mm-hmm. and I think they've done a nice job with Allmark and Borgen. They've put six years of development into these guys. You know, after they drafted them, in Borgen's case, three years of college, 140 games in Rochester, where he became very good. I mean, really improved, worked on and improved his game. He was a workhorse. I saw him play at St. Cloud State. He was out in every situation, played well over 20 minutes a game, and just was one of the best defensemen, not only at St. Cloud State, but in that league. And, uh, you know, that was coming in, you know, after signing, then coming into the, And then they did a good job, I think, of developing him. So now you've put six years of development into him. He's gone. You put six years of development in Allmark. He might be gone. We'll see. You got another week to see if you can sign him, and then see what happens to him in free agency. We we'll see if he gets an offer, signs somewhere else. So you you know you finally did a nice job of developing these two players, and what are you going to get out of it? Nothing. So you know it's it's mm-hmm. you know <laughs> you just look at that type of a asset management. Now I, I'm sure that Thatcher Demko's contract screwed up the Allmark thing because I'm sure that's what he wants, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't pay him that. Right. You know, it's not the Sabres' fault that Vancouver vastly overpaid a goaltender who is probably not as good – not probably is not as good as Allmark. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not, if I'm the Sabres, $5 million is too much. You know, that's, that's, not, that's not what I want to pay for Linus Allmark. Now, is there a market for him? Well, we're going to have to wait and see. I mean, some – I think – Seattle did a pretty good job getting a couple of good goaltenders here yep. uh, in this draft. And uh, so that takes a couple of goaltenders out of the mix and on to Seattle's team. And Florida doesn't need a goalie to, to replace their guy. They've got to. 
and um, you know Ottawa's got Murray, so they you know they lost a goaltender, and uh, Washington's got Samsonov, so right. they got a goaltender too. So, um, you know, I, I don't know what kind of market we're looking at for Allmark, and uh, a lot of people think that Sabers are just going to get all that they're just going to get Borgen back because he won't make their team. They'll wave him and lose him and all that neat stuff, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't count on that. Yeah. Paul Hamilton's on the Wester hotline. Uh, Paul, looking at Seattle's roster, like, what do you make of them entering the league right away? Like, They're in a weak division. The Pacific's got to be the worst uh, going into next year with the Southern California teams, the Western Canadian teams. Vegas is great, but they might be the only one, only one you can count on in that division. And then you have Seattle. Looking at their roster right now, how do they strike you? Of course, knowing that there's probably a lot of side deals coming in the next hour and a half. Yeah, the side deals is what are going to make. I mean, I like Yanni Gord. Uh, you know, Vince Dunn had a tough year. I like him in goal, as we already said. Mm-hmm. Curtis McDermott is, gives them some a huge defenseman with a physical presence back there. Larson, never been a fan, to be quite honest with you. I, I never got the Oilers trading Taylor Hall for him. Um, you and many, I would yeah, say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what Seattle's thinking either. I, I, I don't quite get it. Giordano, I think, is solid. Uh, Jeremy Lausanne, I like with the Bruins. That's mm-hmm. a good defenseman. That's a good, tough defenseman that, you know, uh, I, I think they're going to do well with that. But as I go up and down, Tan is a pretty good player. McCann's a pretty good player. But, you know, I don't think this is, you know, right now this is not a good good roster as it sits right this way. But I think, as you said, there's a long ways to go. I think, you know, the side deals are going to, you know, that we're going to find out in a little bit here, I think uh, will really enhance this roster above what we're looking at right now. Mm-hmm. Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline. Yeah, that's really the drama that you want to stick around for in the next couple of hours. Yes, we know the players, but we don't know any of these side deals yet. And as Vegas proved four years ago, I mean, Paul, looking back on the Golden Knights, <laughs> I mean, a lot of the value they brought in, the Florida deal, it's become infamous with Riley Smith uh, getting him to take Jonathan Marsha show, them getting Alex Tuck to avoid Matt Dumba. I mean, Vegas, you can make the argument, really built their team on these side deals that it sounds like Seattle made a bunch of. They did a great job with them. They knew, you know, McPhee sat down and he knew, all right, this is what we've got and we're, this is how we're going to work the system. And they totally worked the system. And, uh, you know, that's why I really – fans like to say, well, look at what Vegas did. Why can't the Sabres do that? Because the Sabres started ending the league in, a, in an expansion draft. I mean, the expansion draft was in Vegas's favor. They did something no other team was able to do, but everything was in their favor. You, Other teams that don't have a good team are not going to be able to build a team that way. That's not how regular teams are built. That's how expansion teams are built. So – to sit there try to con- con- to compare the Sabers to the Vegas Golden Knights is ridiculous. I mean, it, it has nothing. Nothing has one. It doesn't. One thing does not have to do anything with the other. And uh, you know, as, as far as building a team and that goes, so will Seattle be able to work the system? Well, not yet, but stay tuned, buckle up because I think there's more to come. Yep. We get going in 15 minutes on uh, ESPN2. Paul, by the way, first uh, NHL broadcast for ESPN with the rights. Would you say you're interested in seeing what the what they have to offer, some new faces finally covering the league? Yeah, you know, I I, I don't think Mark Messier and Wayne Gretzky, they certainly know hockey, but I don't think they're going to bring personality or anything like right. that to, to the game. Uh, 
you know, kind of like, you know, Charles Barkley does for the NBA. Yeah, they're not Jack. getting near that, I don't think, with those guys. Maybe they can just get Charles to do work the NHL, too. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Just give me interesting. I do like the Ray Ferraro hire by ESPN a lot. I've always yeah. liked him on TSN. Yeah, but the thing is, the guys with personality are guys that, you know, like Rob Ray or somebody like that, but nobody really knows them. You know, where people knew 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 Charles Barkley, they knew Shaq. You right. know, so you had the name recognition, and then you know they come on and their characters and and all that. Yeah. Well, the characters of the NHL are a lot of them are the fighters and that type of thing. That if you're a hockey fan, you might know who they are, but mm-hmm. you know the those types of personalities out of Rob Ray or Stu Grimson or somebody like that, mm-hmm. people would like, well, who are they? Right. Goalies always seem to have that personality too you know pk suban quite honestly he right. should have retired a couple of years ago <laughs> i mean he he maybe should retire and, and jump right in i think he would be a very entertaining person yep all right paul uh so enjoy the beginnings of the expansion draft and i know we'll hook up a little bit later uh, in the show t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 